0: Welcome back. We're in Genesis chapter 19, verse 29. We're going to finish chapter 19 today. Verse 29, And it came to pass when God destroyed the cities of the plain that God remembered Abraham and sent Lot out of the midst of the overthrow when he overthrew the cities in which Lot had dwelt. So Abraham did not turn to a pillar of salt for looking at Sodom and Gomorrah. Abraham had talked to God about how he would destroy it if there were enough righteous people found. God said, no, he would not destroy it if there were enough righteous people found. But there weren't enough righteous people found. There were only a few or maybe even one. That was Lot. And yet four people were saved and delivered from that city. Lot, his wife, and his two daughters. But Lot falls on hard times here. He keeps lingering. His wife He lost his wife When they left the city, his wife looked back, not just a quick glance, like, oh, look at that, but, oh, a longing, a desire. Um, She was really, if she had her choice, she would have rather be in the city than following Lot and God. And uh, Lot's going to fall in some hard times here. So remember we said this, there are consequences to sin, there are consequences to our actions. And even when you become a Christian, it doesn't mean those consequences Go away that you're not going to experience them during your lifetime. Some people experience lots of consequences to their sin during lifetime and that could result in potentially uh, jail, uh, divorce, depression, loss of a job, loss of house, loss of everything. Uh, could just be getting behind in your career, anything like that. And then other people will have tons of sin and they'll become multimillionaires and billionaires, and you're like, where is their consequence? But the consequences are eternal. If you don't turn to Jesus, you will have eternal consequences, and that's separation from God. And if you do turn to Jesus, He will wipe away your sin, and you'll be free from the penalty of sin, but you won't be free of the presence of sin. There will still be potential consequences here on earth, and God wants to use you. So we all need to turn our hearts to God, number one, to accept Him and invite Him into our life, and number two, to want to live for Him. It doesn't mean you're going to be perfect. I struggle with things lots, but... God always comes to me and says, that's not what I want you doing. That's not what I want you thinking about. Let's do this over here. And we huddle up. And it doesn't mean we don't go through a tough times. So uh, remember that but God is good, and He is joy, and He is peace. And I know that. And I know when I struggle, um, and lately I've had some um, stressful things going on in my life. But when I struggle, I know it's my flesh. It's uh, just my flesh wanting and desiring things and uh, God's always there. He doesn't change, and he loves us, and he wants us to have that peace and joy, but we also have to let go um, and, and let him work through us. Verse 30, Then Lot went up out of Zoar and dwelt in the mountains, and his two daughters were with him, for he was afraid to dwell in Zoar. And he and his two daughters dwelt in a cave. So now we've got three people in view, right? The other three people are gone, and the whole town of Sodom and Gomorrah got obliterated. The husbands, we would call them more like a fiancé, of the daughters. They were in Jewish tradition. You would be betrothed to person for quite a while, so generally a year. You'd be betrothed to that person, and it's like an engagement. Only you actually have to get a divorce if you don't want to get uh, go through it, continue, and then you consummate the marriage, and then you're you know officially officially married. So uh, they we believe they were betrothed to their um, call them husbands. And those dudes decided they weren't going to come. Uh, they didn't believe Lot's example enough, and that essentially laughed at him. we were like, dude, you're joking, right? You're listening to God, and God's going to destroy this place. You're, you're crazy, I think is what they were thinking. And they were like, you, you go ahead, crazy man. And he took his daughters, and then those guys died, right, and Lot. So then Lot's wife died when she looked back with longing. Now we've got just Lot and his two daughters, so one guy and two girls. And verse 31 says, Now the firstborn said to the younger, Our father is old, and there is no man on earth to come into us as is the custom on all the earth. And yes, that means exactly what it sounds like it means. That means to have sexual relations, to procreate, and uh, have children born. Verse 32, Come, let us make our father drink wine, and we will lie with him, that we may preserve the lineage of our father. Boy, check this out. So, The oldest child says to the youngest child, her sister, let's have relations with Dad so that we can have babies and continue this line. Oh, and by the way, um, Dad's probably not going to let us, so we better get him drunk so that he doesn't know or so that he he reduces his uh, faculties and reasoning and just lets lust overcome him so that maybe he even enjoys it, right? So... A couple of things are in light here. One, be careful if you're going to have a drink because what I know in my experience is that one drink tends to lead to two drinks. And then you know that two drinks can lead to three and so on and so forth. And when you, the more you consume, the more likely you are to not know exactly what you're doing and that can lead to lots of problems. It can lead to anger because alcohol is a depressant. It can lead to... Job underperformance the next day, and family underperformance the next day as a father, as a husband, as an employee or employer, because you're not at your optimal, because you're exhausted from drinking the night before. Uh, it's not a good witness. It's You're not going to be able to witness and tell people about Jesus if you're drunk. And even if you do, they're not going to believe you because they're going to say, wait a minute, you're, you know, your walk's not matching your talk. Or your talk's not matching your walk, however you want to say it. And uh, so be careful of that. And then it also says, you know, you can see this justification here. So they're justifying this rape and incest of their father. They're saying, well, we know it's bad and horrible to have relations with dad, but think about the potential benefits, right? So they're saying, let's get dad drunk so he doesn't really understand. Let's have relations with them so that we have babies. So they're justifying it, saying, but there's a benefit. We're going to have babies, and we're going to save dad's line. Well, why not just talk it out with dad? Maybe dad has another solution other than being raped by his daughters, right? So many Christians do this in that, by example. uh, Not that exactly, but uh, they say, I'll go hang out with these people who are doing this thing. They're getting drunk. They're having sexual relations. They're doing drugs, and... Yes, I, yeah, I know that's bad, but if I can build those relationships, then I can earn their trust. Or another person maybe will say, I'll gossip with everyone else in the office and make fun of people and talk about people behind their backs. And then they justify it by saying, well, it allow them to be accepted and be part of the in crowd so that they can go and have a, a authority to share Christ with them. No, no, no. It never works out well like that. Do you see the false justification? Now, you may say, I'll gossip so that I fit in, and then I can share Christ with them. No, that doesn't work. And the daughters are doing the same thing here. They're trying to justify their bad actions. How often do we justify our sin? A lot. We got to be aware of that and be careful of that. Verse 33, so they made their father drink wine that night, and the firstborn went in and lay with her father. Ew, gross. And he did not know when she lay down or when she arose. So that either means that he completely didn't know, or because he was drunk, he didn't know or remember uh, 34 it happened on the next day that the firstborn said to the younger indeed i lay with my father last night let us make him drink wine tonight also and you go in and lie with him that we may preserve the lineage of our father so again they it. why are they doing this so that we may preserve the lineage of our father why not just talk it out with that right see if he has a solution hey let's go down to this other place that god actually wanted me to go instead of being stuck in this cave because lots in this cave by choice because he didn't want to go to another town and now his daughters are raping him very gross very jerry springer like you may be like i'm done with the bible this jerry springer world right rape incest family drama all this stuff This just this can't be from god no this is exactly what it is why because god is perfect we are imperfect god is sinless we are sinners god created us immortal we would not die we were created sinless but then adam and eve they send in the garden that sin gets imputed into us we do plenty fine on our own sinning on our own and this world is has consequences our bodies have consequences there's death illness disease problems with the, the world the ground earthquakes all that stuff all the consequences of sin And Satan and the demons love it because they want to take us down with them. They want as many people to be separated from God for eternity as they can possibly convince that that is the right outcome. Um, So yes, Jerry Springer, because we are Jerry Springer, right? We all deserve to be on that show because we are jacked up. We make bad decisions. We all have things that we definitely would not want aired on social media, on television, publicly, Um, but that doesn't change the fact that we made those decisions. We did those things, whatever it may be. I'm not saying you slept with your dad, but there's lots of things in our lives that uh, we, we we wish never happened. And that just that we don't need to focus on that. We don't need to look back on that like like Lot's wife. We just need to say, hmm, I'm a sinner, and I definitely need a God who can cover me and, and declare me and see me as righteous. Verse 36 says, Both the daughters of Lot were with child by their father. The firstborn bore a son and called his name Moab. He is the father of the Moabites to this day. And the younger, she also bore a son and called his name Ben Ami. He is the father of the people of Ammon, or Ammon, to this day. These are the Moabites and the Ammonites. They had been enemies of Israel, and they were long thorns in the side of the Jewish people. Right? So there were consequences to these sins. What was the son? Daughters laying with their dad, getting them drunk. He didn't even know or remember. And then they had this whole line of people that came from that. And apparently they were probably born, you know, at the same time or within days of each other, or potentially one day of each other, because they had relations with their dad one day apart. And these nations grew, and it's not what God intended. God allowed it. God knew it was going to happen, but he, he wished it was a different way, right? Uh, not, not to get too much into, into that, uh, but we have the free will to make our choices. These daughters made their choices, and there's consequences. And it affected Israel negatively, so they didn't honor their dad by carrying on the lineage. They actually created a whole new line that uh, was a thorn to uh, God's people, the nation of Israel, the the Jewish people. Lord, help us to understand that our sin is dark and grotesque, and we should be offended and repelled by it. We should not dwell on it and look back on it and just get depressed and sad and angry and all those emotions that come with looking back at certain things in life. Let us not do that. Let us look back for a split second just to understand, I recognize I'm a sinner. Then in the present, invite you into our lives. And in the present, ask you to help, help us with any sin that we're dealing with, right here, right now. We need your guidance. We need your leadership, Lord, because our spirit is willing, but our flesh is weak. And we ask for your help today, this one day. Help guide us and lead us and make godly decisions. In your amazing name, amen. Thank you so much for listening to Daily Verse by Verse. We want you to be prepared in season and out of season to study the whole counsel of God so that you can share with people who Jesus is through your actions so that you have the right to tell them who Jesus is so that they can come to know Jesus or come to know Jesus better. We strongly encourage you to share this message, this podcast on your social media, Facebook, Instagram, message email someone who you think could benefit from it. It's an easy way for you to go out and witness to the world just by sharing this podcast. We hope you'll join us tomorrow. Have a wonderful day.